We're going to take communion in a minute. So I might have the music team come up now so you're just ready to go. There is a, a, a real key that we've learned over the years is because prophetic words, when they do come, you can leave them on the shelf. Uh, or you can become active in seeing those words become a reality. And God's given a real key in the scripture. And I believe that honour is the key. So honour is a key given by God. Jesus said, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And he said, uh, and I'll give you the keys. So what did Jesus say? He said, he's going to build his church. And he said, I'm going to give you the keys. So this morning, God's given us the key to see the prophetic word to become a reality. There are keys that God gives so we can enter into everything that he has for us, so that we can approach him, and so that we can demonstrate the kingdom of God in a very real way. And one of the keys is this, it's honour. Remember that word, honour. Honour by definition means worthy of respect and esteem. So when Jeremy speaks this morning, we can give that word honour. When someone of the stature of a Jonathan David or a David Vacker comes into the region, we can uh, re respond with our personal preference and say, well, I really don't like that. The message is long. I don't wait like the way the man spoke. And it's like the word cuts or gets cut off there because we haven't learned to honour. So we need to honour and we need to be honourable people. Honourable people, they have an allegiance to moral principles demonstrated by personal integrity. And this is why our governmental leadership at the moment is failing because a generation ago we could have said this about them. Now I'm not saying that everybody's bad, I'm not saying that at all. Please don't misunderstand me, there's great people in there. But there has been a reduction in moral integrity. So to be honourable means that they have an allegiance to moral principles demonstrated by personal integrity. Now listen to this, this is honour. But Jesus went into some places and according to the word, he could do no mighty works because of their unbelief. Unbelief and honour are first cousins. The opposite of honour is familiarity. In other words, when Jesus went into different places and the Bible says he could do no mighty works because of their unbelief, and they said, isn't this Mary's son? Isn't he the carpenter? Isn't his brother James and, uh, and Judah? You know, isn't he that, that man from just down the street? And they could not see the God in him. Do you know we all have a God part? Jeremy and Sarah have a God part in them. And you know, we can, uh, we can, uh, what they carry can be cut off if we don't understand this. The opposite of honour is familiarity. 
And this is the problem with church because we're all familiar with one another. But God is the God who we need to become familiar with and the God part on the inside of them. So Jesus said this about himself. A prophet is not without honour except in his own hometown. So it's like, you know, in our own hometown, we can hear someone bring the word of God, speak, live in a certain way, and we miss the God dimension in them because we by nature are familiar with one another. Imagine growing up with Jesus and all of a sudden he gets a revelation that he is the son of God. How do you think James would handle that? That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Well, this is the reality of spiritual things. Now, this is what honour is. Honour is the spiritual ability to see and to receive a friend, a brother or one of God's messengers as God sees them. That's the key. This is a key. You can miss it. We can miss the God in the person that is in the same house as us. We can miss the God in the person who was raised in the same family. I, I have seven siblings that I was raised with. None of them at this point are uh, acknowledging the great gift of God that I was to that family. They respect me. But this is where we can miss God, isn't it? And this is a, a, a challenge from the start to the finish of the scripture because even Joseph, who was raised up to be, uh, to be the source of supply or to, or to bring about uh, kingdom supply in his nation, was completely rejected by his brothers because they saw their little brother Joseph. They didn't see Joseph, the prophet, the man of God, the provider, the gift of wisdom to the nation. You see the problem? And, and see, God's given us the key to open up the kingdom, but we can miss it because we don't honour, because we haven't become honourable ourselves the way that God wants us to. Thoughts on this, because this relates to communion. G'day, Lenny, how you going? very honourable man tell you why I've been friends for 30 plus years you can't do that unless you're honourable I'll come back to that in a minute so here's some thoughts on honour in fact I've got a lot of friends in this church like that that have been here for a long time and honour has been the key to those incredible partnerships honour is the glue number one honour is the glue that joins us together Hear that? Honour is the glue that joins us together. In other words, if I honour you, I will pursue the God in you. And that is the glue that joins us together. So in this church, you know, on the opening night, uh, Dr. Jonathan David said, one of the, there will be like a code of honour in the house. So from time to time, I'll teach you about this. Honour is the glue that draws people together, brings them together and causes them to form amazing partnerships. You know, some, some people sort of treat you like, hey, you. And then other people come and it's like we are joined together by God. This is why 
This, this is why this couple have come from India to Gippsland because they are honourable people and the way that God connected us through honour years ago. Now here's another thing about honour. Honour sees the best, believes the best and speaks the best. Let me say it again. Honour sees the best. In other words, when I look at you, I can see you or I can see the God in you. You know, when you look at me, you can hear my lousy jokes for the 20th time and that story for the 30th time and go, oh, here we go. Or you can see the God in there. That is the God factor. Honour sees the best. You know, uh, my wife looks slightly different from the day that we got married and so do I but what is the glue that joins us together is the word called honour like sometimes I see you guys rave about your wives on uh, on uh, Facebook when the anniversary goes around and I go oh god here we go again and you go then you think at least it's another year because I've got to hear that and you just know it's not right because I'm already married to the best. So don't be deceived. Honour sees the best, believes the best and speaks the best. You've never heard me say a negative word about my wife. You haven't. Because it sees the best. It believes the best. And it speaks the best. Honour is is honour uh, will demonstrate is demonstrated within God given boundaries. Honour is demonstrated within God given boundaries. So so my marriage, for instance, there is three people in my marriage: Lynn, myself, and God. And there's not room for anyone else. So, you know, I'm not, you know, some people are kind of into exclusive relationships and extra friendships and that sort of stuff. I just don't buy that. I've got a best friend. There she is. That's, that's it. And that's how I live life. And, and I'm aware that there are boundaries that are put there by God that God has designed. So honour is demonstrated within God-given boundaries. And uh, we all need to be aware of this because, uh, you know, uh, some of the women that I speak to in church on Sunday, they're not my wife. They're, they're not my daughters. They're, they're gods. And, uh, you know, while I'm a spiritual father, I treat them like that. So, so, you know, there are boundaries that God's put there that cannot be crossed over. And, uh, you know, in the world, they're crossed over every day. It's messed up out there. So honour is demonstrated within God-given boundaries. Honour is demonstrated by our integrity and proven by our actions. Honour is demonstrated by our integrity. And it's proven by our actions. I tell you what, you can't lead a church for 30 years successfully if you're not an honourable person. Definitely not a perfect one. You can't stay married for 40 years plus unless you're not 
an honourable person. Honour is the glue that keeps relationships together. And the more honourable a man or a woman is, the better and the longer and the more fruitful relationships we will have. So honour is demonstrated by integrity and proven by actions. And that's the perfect environment for honourable sons and daughters to be raised up in the house. So we must understand this uh, uh, honour, this uh, code of honour that's in the house and never violate that. Honour is activated when we understand that we have a shared destiny. So years ago, we met you in Malaysia. And then God began to move. And then and God brought us to a place of shared destiny. You know, this is the thing. When a, when a couple marry, they're not just marrying for the honeymoon. They're marrying for a shared destiny. And if they discover that shared destiny, their marriage becomes literally, uh, you know, unshakable. So, so honour is, uh, is built and it must be protected because the minute that I don't see my wife the way that God sees her, I can begin to move from honour to accusation and to dishonour. Do you know that honour and accusation are two different energies? They are opposed to one another. So when I begin to say it's your fault... I've stopped looking at her the way that God sees her. And we begin to polarise. So this is where we need to be careful about relationships in church. Because if somebody comes to me and tells me a story about you, I am not going to believe their account. I've got to go to God. I've got to go to God and say, God, what is going on here? This is how we handle relationships. This is why honour is, is, is uh, very connected. It sees the best. Sees the best. Let's pick on you for a while. She may have some, you know, things that create problems with other people. You know, I'm sure we all do. But do you know what? When somebody tells me that, I'm not going to listen to that. I'm going to see you on the scissor lift up there building my wall for me because I choose to see the best. Got to see the best. Got to speak highly about our leaders. Speak highly of them, respect them, honour them. This is the thing that we need to learn in the scripture. Honour is activated when we understand that we have a shared destiny. Because now Lynn and myself, 45 years later, you know, uh, the thing that attracted to me, Lynn, I thought, well, firstly, I thought she was cute. And then it was personality and fun and, and all that sort of thing and romance and all that. But 40 years down the track, I tell you what has joined us together so much. It's a shared destiny. We pray over our destiny together every day. It's honour. It's honour. You know, one of the things as young people in the church, we need to learn to honour the opposite sex, to honour them. You know, if we live by this code of honour, then, then uh, there'll be no disaster in relationships. You will all be safe and will be protected. God's got a special way. 
But when the prophetic word comes, honour is how we respond to that word. And if we can take this word that, uh, that uh, David Vacker bought when he was here, and if we can unpack it together, then really that ecosystem, became, that kingdom ecosystem can become a real reality. So we've all got a part in this. But hey, honour is so close to the word love. You know, how our God has honoured us by sending his best, his only son to die on the cross for us when we didn't believe it. Do you know why? Because he saw the God potential in you. And you know, when, when I look at people, sometimes people think uh, they, they can at times, not all the time, uh, but sometimes feel a little bit, you know, insecure when I look at their eyes. I'll tell you why. I keep, I keep looking at you every Sunday. I'll tell you why I see God in you. And he called you out and he had a prophetic word for you this morning. He sees what I see. See, God looks at the eyes. He doesn't look at the flesh because the eyes are the window to the soul. This generation is a generation without honour. They're a generation that they've lost their way. You know, before we treat someone of the opposite sex in a certain way, we need to really realise this. They are someone's son. They're someone's daughter. This is the heart of honour. Let there be a code of honour in this house. Anyway, we just thank Jesus this morning for what he's done. And thank you that we're surrounded by such an incredibly bunch of honourable people. And it's an area that we can all grow in. Amen. Amen. You're good. Let this be the safest place in Gippsland. Let it be a place where that just canopy of God's presence just covers because God is just happy with what he sees. Amen. Let's come and take communion this morning. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for sending Jesus. We thank you for the sacrifice. We thank you, Father. God, give us a heart of honour for one another, not a heart of criticism or judgment. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that there would be a release of understanding of what honour is and that you would strengthen the glue that joins each one of us, even as we take communion. As we take communion, we are honouring what you've done. Father, help us to honour without judgment. Help us to see the best, believe the best, and speak the best of our brothers and sisters, of our leaders, of our sons and daughters. Father, I pray that this church, one of the signs would be honourable marriages, clean marriages, marriages that have kept things out and invited God in, in such an incredible way. And for those that are without a partner, I pray, Father, that the spirit of honour and the heart of honour would cover and protect them in Jesus' name. Father, I pray that our own honour would be demonstrated by our integrity and proven by our actions. And Father, today I pray that our honour would be activated as we receive the prophetic word and as we understand that we have a shared destiny in Jesus' name. Amen.
Amen. So very glad you're here. Look forward to whatever God's going to do. I think in the future, God's going to do some amazing things. 